Hi, I'm Rowdy Reeve. And I'm Dave Harris. Hi, welcome back to the Positive Empower Moment. And we are here to talk to you a little bit about what makes us tick. We were talking earlier and we thought, well, you know, for us to really get out there and to share our story, we actually have to first share our story. It sounds reasonable to me. <laughs> makes sense to me too. So I thought, well, let's try to do that today. And so I thought, I'll ask Dave a few questions about kind of his perspective on this. After hearing his story before, I'll tell you, he's got a really unique pers uh, perspe perspective on this, and uh, it's quite interesting. So Dave, tell us a little bit about what got you down this road. So here's the thing. I have suffered from various forms of mental illness for okay. a lot of my life. Uh, depression specifically, a lot of depression and some anxiety. I'll tell you a story about anxiety if I can. Absolutely. So I was living up in Logan. This is maybe, this is like 20 years ago before I was married. Okay. Living up in Logan, going to school. And uh, I, this is Logan, Utah, way up in the northern part of the state next to Idaho. Okay. And I uh, found out about a family reunion that was going to be about 100 miles north of there in Idaho. And uh, my parents were going to drive up there in a separate route, and they said, "Dave, you should come up. You should come up to the family reunion. It'll be fun." Sure. So I said, "Okay, perfect." So I drove the hundred miles, right? Took about two hours or okay. so, something like that. Sure. From Logan to this city in Idaho, and I, I followed the instructions. Back in those days, there's no map quest or whatever, or right. Google Maps. So I no followed. No smartphone. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it was all right up here. <laughs> yep. Which leaves nope. a lot to be desired. Right. Anyway. Right. <laughs> Different so anyway, story. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Self-deprecating humor. There we go. <laughs> right. Uh, so I get all the way up. I, I get to the front of the house. And literally, I have the windows down. I, I roll the windows down. I, I can hear like this party going on in the backyard. I know this is the right place, right? All right. But all of a sudden, I'm just like, I'm just like, okay, I, I don't know if I can go in there. So after a two-hour drive, driving that 100, 120 miles, whatever it was, my parents are there. I like totally chickened out. I had really? so much anxiety about it that I'm just like, forget it. Turned around, drove back to Logan. Really? Yep. You didn't even go in? Didn't even go in. Wow. Yep. And so we make fun of that story. It's always fun. When I say make fun, of course, we have a, a good time with it. Good good laugh but about it. A little bit of anxiety that I felt. And, and sometimes, I mean, it's like here, we can talk to cameras. We can talk right. to 100,000 people. I don't get any anxiety at all. But face-to-face hmm. -face communication like this, oh, it's, it's pretty tough. Really? Yep. can be scary. Wow. But, uh, and then depression. I've uh, suffered with depression, and uh, first bout of that was about maybe six months after this thing in Logan I was just telling you about. And uh, so went to New Zealand, spent some time in New Zealand doing some, some, wow. ch some service, basically. Sure. And uh, while I was there, just uh, got really, really depressed and homesick, stuff like that. Sure. And uh, when I came home, a lot of that came off, but it, it took a little while to, to kind of get me back to normal. And then maybe three years ago, three years ago, all of a sudden, just kind of out of the blue, just started feeling crappy, yeah. just mentally, just, just kind of unhappy, waking up in the morning, having a, a hard time with, with everything, yeah. and uh, not really sure there was no real trigger for it. You know, all of a sudden, I just was not feeling happy. And I think a lot of people, and maybe some of our viewers, would, would feel that same way. Sometimes you just feel this depression, you have no idea why. Sure. And that can be extremely frustrating and right. disheartening, which doesn't help for the depression. Right. right. So I've been dealing with that for about three years now, doing a lot better, trying to find coping strategies. Right. And, and of course, Huge deal. medication, counseling, stuff like that. Sure. Therapy is always good. Uh, but also looking at, at my own personal life and how I can, can implement some coping strategies. Wow. I call them workarounds. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I like that, workarounds. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Yeah. And so I found out I had ADHD, which I, had, I didn't know. Sure. And so then I started thinking that I had like, it was almost like a computer that had bad code. Okay. I, I just felt like everything I did, all of a sudden I was like, man, I've got, 
I've got malfunctions going on inside my software. That's just how it felt. Right. Which I get sounds like totally computer geeky, but right. hey, that's okay. Sounds a little geeky. Yeah. But we understand it. It's okay though. We're kind of geeky. <laughs> yep. I'm trying to rub oh, off some is. of that geeky. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's okay though, right? Right. Yeah. That's absolutely okay. So absolutely. anyway, kind of bad code. Right. Just kind of kind of wandering around the the world a little bit, doing my thing, trying to keep my head above the water, so to speak. And I remember talking to my wife, my wife, who's very, very supportive. I kept talking to her about it and saying, you know, it just feels like I'm below the surface of the water trying to get oxygen and all I've got is just a little straw. Okay. And I'm just, I'm, I'm still alive, I'm still breathing, still getting oxygen, but I, I feel like I'm just barely surviving. Wow. That's what it felt like. And uh, some of these coping strategies that I found, I, I started looking at cognitive behavioral therapy, which is something, of, of course, we're not here to treat or cure any disease no. or illness. We're right. not professionals, so nope. we're not here to do any psychology or, or anything like that right. therapy. But uh, I have looked at cognitive behavioral therapy. It's been extremely beneficial for me. Oh, wow. Read some books on it to learn how it works, and uh, it's been beneficial that way. Excellent. Positive self-talk. Perfect. Has been huge. Yes. Uh, I do look at myself in the mirror in the mornings, and I talk myself up. Not like, remember the Saturday Night Live guy? <laughs> right. You're good right. enough, you're smart enough. And right. got it, people like you. <laughs> right. So it's not quite like that. Right. Uh, and I'll tell you, the first time I started doing it, I was kind of a little like, this is kind of weird. Right. I, I, you know, this, this is not natural, so to speak, <clears throat> right? But I'll tell you, the more I've done it, the more I've just settled in. And I absolutely love it. And, and I can tell you the first times I've even tried doing it, I, didn't, I was almost not believing myself. Right. It's like I would say stuff to kind of talk myself up, and then immediately to have a thought that's like, oh, that's not true, right? And so it's, it's really been this struggle to re, kind of reprogram the bad code, so to speak. Reprogramming. And do that work around and, and get myself talking positively about myself as opposed to being self-deprecating, as opposed to being negative, thinking like I can't do stuff, right? right. Positive self-talk. Wow. I've also done some meditation. Really? Have you ever done it? I haven't. I've never done meditation. So what Tell do you, me what it's like. So when you hear the word meditation, though, are you thinking like, you know, put your legs up and... I am. And, you know, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like uh, cut off sweatpants, a yoga mat, some weird music in the background, and, and yeah, I'm thinking all that. Yeah, so that's kind of what I thought, right? Okay. And so, so I thought, you know what, I, I hear lots of good things about meditation. I want to I kind of experiment, right? I want to I figure out... What, what could be helpful. Sure. And so, sure. yeah, I, I literally, I, I found a, it was an online course. I bought it, it was on meditation. It was like 30 bucks or something, not okay. a huge thing. Right. And this guy's teaching how to meditate with this online course, right? And so, yep, I, you know, everyone in the family left. I was, I was in my bedroom all by myself, you know, cause I, I did kind of feel a little- <laughs> Right, you know, feel a little, a little weird? Yeah, of okay. course, yeah. All right. Close the door and I'm kind of in my, the back of my mind. I'm like, man, I hope no one catches me. You know, it's almost like I was doing something, I don't know, like sinful or something. Yeah, it's right? like he's 15 all over again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> don't look under the mattress. No, yeah. no, it's not like right, that. Right, right. Yeah, anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm doing this meditation thing, just kind of how this guy was teaching it. And uh, at first, again, it was like, dude, I'm doing some stuff I've never done before. <laughs> what am I doing? Exactly. Right. And, right. Uh, but I'll tell you, as I've settled into that process, it has it has really helped me out. So do you still do it now? I do. Really? Yep. Do you do I, it every day or how's that something? I try and do it every day, but I haven't I haven't done it every day. I, cool. I, I've missed today. I haven't done it yet today, but okay. I did do it yesterday, for example. Excellent. But uh, I, I do miss that time when I don't do it. Like I feel like I, I have missed a part of my morning. Really? Yeah, I totally have. You can tell when you haven't done it. I, it's weird. Really? It really is. Okay. Yeah. So, Excellent. and I know it sounds weird, but it's one of those things. You I mean you try it, and if you're a little concerned about it, you know, get yourself, 
you know, behind a locked door. Yeah, <laughs> close the door, lock it. That's right. Nobody's going to judge. Yeah, there's no moms or dads around, right? right? No, right. I'm just joking. <laughs> maybe, and maybe there are moms and dads. Maybe we, yeah. depending on our viewers and our listeners. Yeah, put but, the kids in another room and then lock the door. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. Anyway, it's been it's been really beneficial for me. Now, I got one other thing I've been doing sure. that's really Absolutely. beneficial for me. Yeah. Uh, I've been, like, so me and, like, I like the food, right? We all like the food. I, man, I dig the food. Right. I love the food, right? So I, as of right now, so I, I may look, I'm a little large at the moment. Yeah, you look good, Dave. I've actually lost 60 pounds. Really? In the last about four or five months, something like that. Okay. Uh, and, and part of that is not from exercise. I've been just trying to eat better. Uh-huh. And, and I think some of these things, positive self-talk and meditation, other things have kind of helped out with that. Sure. But uh, one of the things that has also been beneficial, rather than like going for a run or going for a bike ride or something like that, I've just found just stretching. Yep. Really? Weird, huh? Like stretching? Yep. Literally just like sitting on the Excellent. floor and seeing if I could touch my toes and, yeah. and, you know, trying to bend my joints around in ways that they haven't bent for a long time, right? Right. Kind of like you were talking about yoga. Yeah. Not exactly like yoga because I'm not, it's not just yoga. It's literally like when I was in PE in seventh grade learning yes. how to stretch, right? Right. And uh, big guy, haven't stretched for a long time. It was hard. Sure. But uh, I can tell you, I get kind of that. I get that motivation, right? It's kind of like, wow, I touched my toes for the first time. Right, and, yeah. And it's like, it's positive. Right, Yep. a little positive feedback. Absolutely. Right, yep. nice. And, and what's funny, so I'd do the stretching, I'd sometimes do this meditation, then the stretching, and then I'd go and look in the mirror and do the positive self-talk, and all three of those things combined really kind of took me out of that gunk. Okay, Yep. excellent. So I got a question for you, and I should have asked it before, but I'm kind of curious about this. So when you were going through this, this this experience that you were having where you were just not feeling right and you were you know you I don't know how you how you went about it I, you, so a lot of people kind of kind of state that they just want to crawl into bed and they want to stay there until and, and they hope that when the next day that it'll be a little bit better uh, did you ever come in contact with somebody that would just that just couldn't grasp that concept and they were just like hey why don't you just get out of bed and be happy did you ever come in contact with people like that? Absolutely. Now, my, my, I love my wife. Sure. I totally love my wife. Yeah. My wife is one of the, one of the lucky people who, who doesn't have that. She doesn't suffer from, from the same sorts of things, the, right. the mental illnesses, depression, anxieties, and so forth, other things that are involved. Sure. Uh, and there were times, of course, where, where, yeah, I'd wake up and I would just be like, man, the bed is so nice. This is my happy place, so to speak. You know, I, that, and I can go to sleep and forget the world, okay. that kind of thing, and I yeah. wanted to stay in bed. And, uh, and she would bless her heart, would be very motivating, right? Dave, you got to get a bed. Oh, I'm not going to use the word nagging because it's not nagging. Right. Right. But, but to a certain extent, it was for me, it was like, man, I, if I could just get out of bed, I would. Right. And so yes. if you tell me, Dave, you, gotta, you should get out of bed. You need to do this. You need to do that. For me, I was, it was hard. Very, very challenging because I, I, I kind of already knew that. Okay. I wanted to, but I felt that I just couldn't. Okay. And so, and so, she has, has talked to me over and over again about how she, she doesn't understand it from a personal level. Right. But she does see me suffering through it, and, and she cares. And so because of that, she, she's had said, Dave, help me, help me out here. Communicate with me on how you might be able to help me help you better. Okay. Stuff like that. And she's right. been extremely supportive. We've done therapy and counseling and stuff Excellent. together too, which is very sense. beneficial. So now you, that kind of leads me to your story a little bit, right? So yep. tell me how you decided to get involved in the Positive Empowerment Initiative. Right. I appreciate that. that. Yeah, mine's a little bit of a different story. Uh, obviously not as intense 
uh, as the way I feel. But uh, we, I, I own a business in town, and uh, one day there was a, it's an indoor shooting range, and one day uh, a gentleman came in and unfortunately had uh, went through and, and completed a death by suicide, and um, we all kind of witnessed that, and we were all there. Uh, all my staff and it was kind of one of those moments where you're like wow somebody really was in a spot where they felt like that was the only option that they had sure and and i was i was confused i i've never really kind of experienced that before and uh, if if i have it was more of a physical thing not a mental thing for me like uh, i didn't really grasp the concept of somebody feeling that they were that uh far along the rope that they felt like that was their only option. So, uh, so we, we reached out to some people here locally in St. George and asked them to come out and teach a suicide prevention class for our staff. And I sat in on that, sta uh, on that, on that training and it's called QPR. And when I was going through this, I just was thinking, my gosh, these guys get it. This is, this is fantastic training. And for me, I thought, People need, need this in their life because if, if one person experiences that, then I'm sure there's a bunch of people that experience that. And so I wanted to help bring that out to our community. And so I asked if I could get uh, certified to teach that. And, and I started teaching that, volunteering to teach that. And uh, all the numbers out there and everything that I learned from, the, from teaching this class, that is such a huge thing for a lot of people that I just, I feel, uh, motivated and I feel like that's the way I should go as far as helping people and that's kind of where it's at for me. I that's don't know if that makes sense. It totally does. One of the things I've known about you for, for 30 or so years that I've known you, 25, <laughs> 30 years, yeah. is you, you do have a love for people. Hmm. Uh, and I think anyone, any of your view, any of the viewers, in fact, if you know, if you want to make a comment or whatever <laughs> about about how you know that about Rowdy, Rowdy loves people, right? And and so that to me, well, you know, thank you. Uh, uh, no Thanks. worries, man. It, it's it's like you, this person was a stranger, right? Right. You'd never met him. You don't never know who met he is, him. right? And yet that that has that effect on you. And I think there's a lot of people, our viewers, our listeners, who who would probably relate to that, knowing that they, you know, people who are affected by suicide, people who know someone who's committed suicide or, right. or a loved yeah. one you know, that's struggling with those thoughts as well. Right. And uh, that's one of the things that I think draws me to you as well, is that for 25, 30 years or so, you, know, you do have that, you do care about people. Oh, well, thank you, I appreciate that. So, I think it's great, you know, yeah. it's, it's almost like it's, like, it's like two sides of the same coin almost. <laughs> right. right. It's like I have a little bit of this personal experience which doesn't make me a professional necessarily right. at all. Exactly. But it, it helps me to share my story and also, also have that love for, for people who are experiencing the same thing. Whereas you already have that love for oh. people. And uh, it's exciting. I, I think we're, uh, we're on the verge of something awesome. Yeah, I think so too. And it's, for whatever reason, it's brought us to this point and we're excited about moving forward. So we're excited to be here. Great, so if you have any questions, yeah. uh, do drop us a line. We do have social media. Social media. So we, we are on all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yep. all those things. It's Positive Empower is the, is the handle or the right. username. So facebook.com slash positive empower, instagram.com slash positive empower. Yep. Twitter, the handle is positive empower. It's just basically positive empower all over the place. Right. And then the website, right? Right. Website is positiveempower.org. .org. I always get the .org mixed up, but yes, positiveempower.org. Great, and it's the Positive Empowerment Initiative. Yep. And yeah, we look forward to great things. Uh, do drop us a line if you have any questions for us. And we look forward to working with you in the future. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Thanks. All right, take care. See you.